the White Star Temple podcast. I'm Soltek, speaking to you from Australia, and this is episode 43. Hello and thanks for joining me. I hope you are having a really good start to this new year. And I get a good feeling about how this year is going to unfold. And even though I don't know the specifics, it just has a good feel. And I hope it does for you too. Well, I've been on my annual five-week break. A break from channeling and my groups, my mentoring sessions and so forth. And most years in that five-week break, I try to do some projects. And this time around, I concentrated on my next temple course. You may remember that last year I developed my Understanding Angels course. And then later in the year I developed an Understanding Time course. And both of these courses are really, really interesting. They're based completely upon the temple teachings from the Ascended Masters and Angels, as channeled by me. The Masters have a marvellous talent for bringing us a perspective on ourselves, our dimension, the higher dimensions, greater creation, spirit, divinity and so forth, that gifts to us usually something we haven't thought of before, or it takes known subjects and brings an extra dimension to them. This time around, I thought, what could I concentrate on? Many times, as spiritually minded people, we tend to talk about the light. And it's a common catchphrase, isn't it, to say, love and light. But what does it really mean, light? We use it almost as a generic term. We understand that the light exists, that there is an intelligence to it. We also know that light is the perceivable form of love. So there is a powerful love and emanation of it. We know that we can use colour and light, which we call rays, to work with as spiritual people, such as Saint Germain's violet ray, Archangel Michael's blue ray of protection, and the Christ consciousness ray of the golden white light, and so forth. Light is used for healing, and light, of course, in a physical sense, is used for all manner of things in this dimension, from simple lighting to lasers for medical purposes and so forth. But beyond all of these things, what is the true nature of light, and why is there light? Why does light exist? And what is the forms and functions that it takes? And this is what I've been examining over the last five weeks. It's become truly fascinating, as is often the case when we are working with the Ascended Masters and angelic material. I haven't fully formulated this course yet, because there is so much to the idea of light, because it isn't generic. It isn't simply the one thing, just as with most things of a spirit. It's multidimensional. It has multi-meaning and multiple functions. The most profound, of course, is that light is the perceivable form of love. 
such a simple phrase, but truly expansive. There are embodiments of light, such as the rays that I mentioned, and Christ consciousness also. There is your own soul's light and love. There is the living light, which then of course is the living love, which is divine in origin, which is of divinity, but distinct from divinity. And there are those beings whom become so lighted, that is to say, their light has become so refined that they are almost transparent. Such is the great enlightenment, we may say, of their spirit. These ones we name the lighted ones. And I do believe that somewhere in this podcast, as a standalone meditation, I have presented a meditation on the lighted ones. And for this podcast, I'm presenting a discourse from Mary, who also speaks of the lighted ones toward the end of that message. I'd like to share now with you a couple of passages that I came across while researching understanding light that I found particularly beautiful, specifically so the idea of the living light. Next, I'm going to share with you these excerpts, which I hope you greatly enjoy. In the meantime, I'd like to remind you that you can get in touch with me because I always love your feedback. So you can get in touch via my email, which is melchizedekuniversity at gmail.com. And Melchizedek is spelled M-E-L-C-H-I-Z-E-D-E-K. You can also join me on Instagram, just look for Saltic Channel. Or on Twitter, look for White Star Temple. And of course on Facebook. You can join my White Star Temple Facebook group. Or you can friend me as Saltec Channel. So let's firstly look at the living light as described by Jeremiah back in 2015. And here's an extract where he says, There is so much light that forms about us. It is also in movement. It presents itself in wave-like formations. Ribbons of light moving all about us. And there is something within us that recognises this form of light in movement. We understand there is a language of it. It is communicating through this movement and its gentle pulsations. Bring this to your awareness and become mindful as wave upon beautiful wave of light cascades about you. We feel it. We sense its life force, though that is not an accurate term. But we understand it has intelligence that it is intelligence itself. And this communication, though gentle by nature in this moment, now begins to become deeply personal. It is the feeling of it. The light draws you to itself as it moves about you. And you gain a sense that there is recognition within it of you that it is deeply recognising the depth of your spirit, 
that it is peering literally into your soul. And this feels perhaps unusual, yet also extraordinary. For there is a nakedness to this encounter, as if you are being stripped bare. For the light sees truly, and the light perceives where the self does not. Great description. When you listen to that, if you come across the Jeremiah meditation, you can really feel and imagine this living light, this intelligent light, and therefore an intelligent love, moving all about you, that it's interested in you, curious about you, wants to observe you, interact with you. The living light, though it's going to sound a bit odd, (laughs) is almost like a probe, something that is sent to find out, to research, to check something out. That's what it feels like, that the living light of love is seeking you out. The next Ascended Master extract on the subject of light I want to present is from Sanat Kamara, and he basically talks about your soul light. Here we go. You begin to sense that this ocean of you is, of course, an ocean of light and therefore love. You sense the light of self. You are self-aware, powerfully so. And the light that is yours has no containment. This you see. And that you have command of this light that is you. And the light of self shapes itself to your expression. It is fluid. It is movement. It expands and contracts. It can bring itself to the smallest, tiniest glimmer and be no less for it. And then may burst and become all-encompassing. Again I say, it is yours to command. The light of your love. That which is with you. It is the only garment that you wear in spirit. That is a powerful understanding, that it is a garment. It is how you are perceivable both to yourself and to all else. Understand that the mass of your light corresponds to your consciousness. There is more to you than this, or I should say, there is less than this. When the spirit and the soul no longer requires such perception, And when the garment of light is released for the light that is not perceivable, and by your terms, not visible. So beautifully descriptive words from Sanat Kumara, describing the light of our soul. Interestingly for me, is the concept he kind of touches upon toward the end of that passage, but he doesn't fully explain it, where he talks about our garment of light, that it is a garment and that there's something that it's masking over. There's something more to our soul that is beyond the light. He seems to be suggesting, not that he's necessarily saying this, that there is, I guess, what Yogananda called the subtle light or the light of uncreation. The master's have tended to term this the deep light, the dark light. 
a light so vast and so beautiful. It's the light of source from which creation is extended. And this implies that it may be the light of our point of origin. It seems a paradox that we have a point of origin as a soul, given that our soul is perpetual. But that's because we are working with a linear, logical mind. But in higher spirit, paradoxes are in fact actual. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed these extracts. And uh, I look forward to some feedback from you. Next, I'm going to share with you the free Ascended Master Meditation for this episode. This time around, I'm presenting a discourse from Mother Mary who's one of my most favourite Ascended Masters, as she is for many, many people. I've chosen this one because uh, towards the end of her meditation, she touches upon the lighted ones. I encourage you to listen to this recording while in a meditative state of mind, and in that way, you'll receive the energies far more fully. Thanks again for joining me. And I look forward to spending this new year together. I'm Soltek. All the best and bye for now. Greetings. Dearest ones, it is I, Mother Mary, who journeys to you as you elevate your perceptions, rising into the embrace of spirit. where you may find me and where I am actual. You become conscious once more of the eternal movement of a spirit. And the breath deepens As you stretch outward, all containment dissipates and you are pure love that is conscious. So very, very simple. The movement is with us 
and its gentle pulsation. And the greater presence is all about us. Being indeed the background radiance, that which lights the whole of creation. And some time ago we spoke of how the idea of the deep light, the dark light, serves to allow creation to shine, to become apparent. And we may make this personal, that each and every one of us is allowed to shine. No matter the dimension of experience, And that is why the divine is made hidden, though that is not an accurate word. The background of all things. Not because it is the least, but because divine love is so stupendous that evermore creation takes precedence while ever creation is. That is the love for us that we may shine. We sense the many, we feel their proximity, and because of it, we come into the rhythm of the one breath that circulates amongst us. And so then the breathing becomes powerful. And perhaps contrary to the human experience, the more profound and powerful 
something is within spirit. The less distinct it becomes. Which is why when we bring you into the breath, a remembrance and mindfulness of it. That the breath in fact begins to disappear, becoming the no breath, precisely because it is all powerful. Do you see? Those things of spirit, of divinity, then become innate, unobserved. The background. Again I say, so that we may shine and become apparent. Do you see? For if divinity and its essence were to be more distinct within creation, then all of us and creation itself would forevermore be eclipsed. For the one true light, and therefore the one true love, is all there ever can be. Within creation then it becomes recessed, for want of a better word. And then we catch the light and make it our own. So then, breathe. Come into gestation. things to begin within, to take hold, and your breath stretches outward. It becomes a horizon. It becomes the no breath. And the movement is strong. And though we do not have form, this movement is infinitely more powerful 
that which is tangible within physicality. And we may direct it. And though we move within the continuum of divine love, we can draw from this universal movement and bring it into any dimension of experience and make it our own. Our individual weave. This you understand. I am magnificent. Because you are magnificent. That is how it works for all of us being not separate. And as I fulfill my potential, within my dimension of a service, and the human dimension also, then so it is your potential is assured for the same reason. There is gestation, for that is why I come in this moment. Something forming within you within the human spirit of you that shall find its expression in day-to-day life for each and in a manner unique to each. It is part of the movement that your human spirit draws from the greater continuum, a passageway, we may say, and that is a good word. It is a sensitive time, that is to say, there is a sensitivity within you. Things become more pronounced, seem more pronounced. And for a time, there is a sense of greater detail within day-to-day existence. As your clarity widens, your observance likewise. It is an energetic sensitivity, we may say. Perhaps you sense this already, for it is in motion. 
It is not always. It is for a period of your time. It is part of the gestation of which I speak. And as you are not separate from humanity, there is a greater gestation. that comes into this world through the many. And you shall see evidence of this. And within family life also. self-expression. That is important. And firstly, of course, then, is the requirement that you know who the self is in order to express it. And all the gifts inherent within your spirit. And then chosen wisely for this particular incarnation. And the gifts can be, and mostly are, in the smallest of things, within the detail of life. The detail is important, and in one sense is one of many reasons why the soul chooses to incarnate. For only time within space can bring richness of tangible detail. So then, we look towards this the detail of your life. And how there is a summarizing at play, though this may seem an odd word to choose. A self-defining or definition This summary, who you are, how you are, where you are,
it changes. It always changes as it must, for there is perpetual movement. Yet so few humans reassess the idea of themselves. And their self-defining. Remembering that you are your own creation. For the soul chooses your attributes. I speak foremost for the energetic understanding and the breath that passes between us. And I draw many to me, being not separate. And so then the lighted ones, I draw near. And you have this capacity also, do you not? That you may summon, and that is a good word. We have not used this word for some time. Yet it is a powerful one, and a powerful reminder that as we are not separate, and as there exists an ever-deepening intimacy within creation, then we may summon to ourselves all of creation in infinite variation. And you choose we masters so named. That you summon us by the act of your meditations and the channel that you choose And you may summon God, of course, and the one so named Jesus, the angelic realm, and so forth. And I summon this day the lighted ones. Everything is available to us. Never doubt this. And as there is not hierarchy within spirit, then even those whom fly the highest shall always heed our call.
and stand with us. In absolute love. These ones, the lighted ones, we have spoken of elsewhere. They are transparent almost, becoming less distinct the more self realized they are. Perhaps this seems as a paradox, that the more we come into self-realization, the less of self we hold to. you sense them, as indistinct as they are, can you feel them, for they are delicate, but no less for it. And the no breath is with them. And you begin to fill up for in their proximity we expand tremendously. For light will always join with light. And we cannot trace a border between us. So then, take a moment and come into awareness of these ones. They are not as I. as any other soul. For theirs is transition. They are a living state of transition. And all that this implies.
as we breathe into the no breath with them. It's as if the waveform of their light changes And that is a profound observation. And just as the dark light, the deep light, This waveform of their light becomes so immense that it seems to us to be gone from our view for we cannot see the expanse of it. It is simply too vast. Do you see? And though I speak by way of description, there is a resonance that you feel They begin to move away. But we are held in their observation, though their line of sight is far beyond us. And in the wake of their wave form of light, and therefore love, we are awash with an incredible sense of peace. A peace that is so powerful that it is as if a force it does not present as such it is this peace that 
I have brought them into proximity to you. So that it may become a constant for you if you draw it into the human dimension. And the gestation of which I speak it is coming and I am Mary and these are my words this day Adonai